Lenny, wake up, Bob Putnam said. Almost there. A sign reading hypothermia, population 4,231, flashed past the passenger side of their Buick. Bob shifted in his seat. With wild brown hair and a feeble Scandinavian tan, Bob was husky, a description he'd hated all his life. He was also in his thirties and knew it would only get worse from there. In the passenger side, Lenny looked like a meticulously groomed teaspoon with arms, or, more aptly, a plastic spork, pale, with a close-cropped brush of hair sticking straight up. His sharply creased khaki slacks and spotless starched white cotton shirt stood in acute contrast to Bob's perspiration-soaked bowling shirt and jeans. Lenny was also in his thirties, and the gossip at Butler Agriculture Cooperative was that Lenny's mother dressed him. Bob didn't listen to most of the stories about Lenny. However, Lenny did wear penny loafers, complete with pennies. Now it was only nine in the morning, and the August heat was already pounding the endless doormat of wheat surrounding them. Despite the whirlwind whipping through the open windows, the Buick seats felt sticky. As usual, Butler Agricultural Cooperative's company car had a faulty air conditioner. The highway vanished over the horizon into a distant bump of green, an oasis of trees. The verdant spot sported a tin-man water tower, a church steeple, and the cluster of gray concrete silos that Bob still thought of as Paul Bunyan's six-pack. It was a typical farm town, with the Butler Ag grain elevator as the lone skyscraper. Look, scenic hypothermia, Bob said, poking Lenny's thin shoulder. I'm awake, Lenny grumped, rubbing the sleep from his eyes. He swallowed and his Adam's apple pole vaulted from chin to chest and back, threatening to take flight from his chicken-thin neck. From a quarter mile off, Bob could just read the town's water tower. Hypothermia, the happy town. It was stenciled round a faded orange smiley face. Bob assumed the message was from decades past, a time of high land values and decent crop prices. At the edge of the town's oak and pine windbreak, exposed to the midwestern wind, stood a large compound of weathered white buildings, surrounded by a tall chain-link fence. The single-story wooden structures had peaked roofs and were aligned with mathematical accuracy. Bob assumed the longer buildings were barracks, or barracai. He wasn't sure of the plural. They surrounded a few square structures and a parade ground. It covered close to a square quarter mile and spread out just beyond the elevator. Bob was reminded of a WW-2 prison camp, only without the cheery guard towers. It's the old Navy base, he asked. Lenny glanced at the base's direction and shrugged. Bob didn't need Lenny's confirmation. Bob knew it was the U.S. Navy training base abandoned in the mid-seventies, after the end of the Vietnam War. Bob just wanted to get his partner's brain rolling. Larry, as the writer on this assignment, should have reviewed the town's background. It was built back in forty-seven. Bob said. Nobody knows much about it. town wants to turn it into a tractor-pull arena, but the government still owns it. Bob glanced at Lenny and said, "'But you know all that, right?' Lenny blinked, still fighting his way back from sleep. All right, of course. 
a glossy Chamber of Commerce pamphlet entitled Hypothermia, Town of History and Mystery, was on file in the Butler Ag Library. Since Bob had started working as a staff photographer, he'd learned to do his own research. Prying information out of Lenny, the communication department's writer, could be a humiliating process. Lenny hoarded what little information he knew, treating it like a precious drug. Unfortunately, when Lenny discovered Bob's devotion to journalistic preparedness, Lenny dropped all but the pretense of doing research and relied on Bob. Only the last couple of trips had Bob begun to suspect this. The hot wind whipped through the car. The only advantage in the faulty A.C. was that Lenny's overwhelming use of Old Spice was rendered tolerable. What drew them to hypothermia wasn't the strange Navy base. Rather, the town's elevator manager, Bert Ozaka, had found a bizarre object in a trailer full of wheat.